Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Monday's tech bounce looks to continue this morning with Tesla and NVIDIA up another 2 to 4%. Busy morning. We've got some Fed speak and ARM IPO filing, retail earnings, another bank downgrade and more. Our roadmap is going to begin with the retail stuff, Lowe's and Macy's. Beating on the bottom line, Dick's Sporting Goods, though, tumbling on a big miss. On the M&A front, Microsoft submits a new proposal to U.K. regulators. The company, of course, seeking to win that final approval for that deal to acquire Activision. And SoftBank-owned Arm, it is gearing up for a return to the public markets. The chip designer has filed for what is expected to be the year's largest IPO. Yes. Wow, yes. I think Rene Haas is the real deal. Spent a lot of time in NVIDIA before he went to ARM. I think I'm now putting out $100 billion. All right. We're going to talk about that shortly, I oh, think. Oh, sorry. I was trying to be spontaneous. No, I like, I'll go right to form. We, we do it every no, time. No, you're, we you're blow right. Up, we blow up what we plan. You're right. No, I was just trying to go right there. But let's, Literally the second the, the show starts. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we'll do retail since the, the booth has it stacked. And okay. we got uh, Macy's, Dick's, and Lowe's all on the move, Jim. I'm not sure what's more important, the warning about shrink at Dick's or the warning about credit at Macy's. Well, I've got to tell you, I thought that Macy's was needlessly downbeat. Um, I told, I told a, a Jeff Kennett that I, I don't like it when you make a forecast which just says next quarter is really bad. We're not selling cars at Macy's, Okay. Uh, you're selling stuff that I think could actually be, including their own brand, uh, could actually be very good. You know, the new guys from Bloomies, Bloomies had decent numbers. They put up uh, good numbers at Blue Mercury. I just don't, I just think that they're, uh, this is an opportunity because they've really set the bar low. Lowe's, uh, look, I think that Marvin Ellison continues to do a great job. I was surprised there that, that the home remodeling for individuals, do it yourself, was weak. But the pros was very strong because, you know, this is a, typically a store where the pros are weak and the, uh, the DIY is strong. So I like that because the pros spend a lot of money. Dicks, we have to go very deep because there have been others that have said theft is a problem and we've just looked the other way. These guys made it so central that it was, fr- frankly, uh, made me feel that they've lost control of their inventory. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of discussion that Dix is widely considered pretty savvy operator. This this right. element of shrink, meaning... Uh, uh, stealing. Yeah, stealing. Right. Is, it's a third of their uh, gross margin uh, guidance reduction. Well, I mean, look, we had... Wow. We had Cornell at Target, who's got a real shrink problem. And, and you're talking about $500, $500 million, and... Uh, but he was able to deal with it. Lauren Hobart, who is a terrific CEO, is going to have to figure out how to tag the merchandise. I think it can be done. 
I think they can figure it out. David? What did what did Target do? L- listen, it's not like it got that much better at Target quarter to quarter, no, did it? No, it wasn't good at Target at all. No, okay, and it was the it was not the most re- recently reported quarter, but it was the quarter previous but that we learned said, right. of and spent a lot of time talking about that almost inconceivable number of half a billion dollars worth of stuff going out the door. Okay, so, so who has no shrink problem? And this is not a Costanza joke. I mean, who has no shrink problem? It's a really interesting quiz. Where would you never shop to save your life? <laughs> you mean, are you talking like the Dollar Tree? Or? <laughs> that's another place. They have a great candy aisle. TJX. You know why? Wait a second. That's, that's the only place I shop. Yeah, but that's because like, it's right you know, next door. And you I get a find, T-shirt you know, there. I can find right, a no, good t And let me tell you what TJX does because they don't talk about it. But when you go there, you'll see a lot of men just roving around. Aisle to aisle. They're police or ex-police making $50 an hour, making sure that you're not someone stealing. Now, I think that's the way it has to go. I have suggested that to many retailers, and they're all puzzled that it could be so good. That's not going to hurt margins either, paying a whole workforce 50 bucks an hour to walk the aisles of your store? Look at the stock of TJX versus the stock of of, 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 of Dick's. I mean, sound like... All right, Warner, and you really Warner think Brothers that character. that is the defining factor in terms of the performance of these two companies? Yes. All right. Look, Dix, Dix has discretionary stuff that obviously is easily stolen. Uh, raw stores did well, very well. Raw stores in San Francisco, you have to wait in line. And there are police, who, uh, the guards who vet you. And they had a dynamite number. So, David, the companies that have control of Shrake... Look at their stocks. Look at Ross stores. Oh, and look at TJX. And then look at Dex. Okay? Okay, big shot? Well, what are I mean, people walking that's, out with? I mean, you, you, Everything. But at the same time, we've heard you sort of complain about the shopping experience at CVS. Well, there it's ridiculous because you always feel so guilty. Like, you know, you're ringing. This morning, okay, here's a good one. I had my clicker for my Comcast, trying to get to Comcast, and it wouldn't switch off of ESPN. I was throwing it, because what, what is that ESPN? you throw everything that doesn't right, work. Right, exactly. Yeah. And because the AA batteries were dead, okay? So I said, maybe I'll go across the street to Walgreens. I said, what, am I kidding me? I went right to, I went right to Amazon. They got same day. When I get back, I'll put the new batteries into my go able to get Comcast clicker, and it's just as good as going to Walgreens. But I don't have to ask someone and say, "Oh, thank you, you so much. Thank you for me. opening that. I really appreciate that. I, that's done for me. I'm not doing that anymore. I don't need the batteries at work. I need them at home. Same day. I, I hear you, and I. It Andy is an Jassy, issue. giant fan. Is, good luck. It is an issue. Yeah, um, uh, but. Again, we've talked about it a lot this year. There is well, now a new Brian, effort, apparently, to combat right. some of these group thefts that are potentially well, a part of Cornell organized crime. Well, Cornell is always saying it's organized crime. Now, one of the things that is incredible is when you go to Home Depot uh, on Amazon, they have a house brand, and you can get everything. But they don't put their house brand on Amazon. It's all organized crime. Can you imagine that? And what, what does Congress do about it? Now, it, nothing. Now, if you're, when I asked the register people after a major breakout that I saw on Mission Street in San Francisco, how could you let those people go out by you? They said, because we're not police people. We're not going to stop them. Home Depot had two homicides. Yeah. I mean, this stuff's crazy. Home Depot lost people because of this. This stuff is a federal issue, okay? It is not anything that we can handle other than the way that TJX handles it. Sure. 
Uh, meantime, uh, the line at Macy's, uh, we experienced an increased rate of delinquencies. Uh, the speed at which this occurred uh, was faster than planned. We're working yes. closely with our partner city uh, to mitigate the rising uh, bad debts by adjusting underwriting strategies, Jim. Yeah, I didn't like that line. They did say point blank that they had that it was uh, their credit card that was below. I mean, almost every line was above except for that line. Now, I think that Jeff, Jeff Gannett, outgoing CEO, is so conservative that you may be getting an opportunity to buy Macy's for very little money. I almost mentioned Microsoft because I know David is chomping at the bit to talk about that particular deal. But I, I'm saying buy Macy's. They didn't, you know, I just, they didn't raise the numbers. Bloomies, I really like. New better, CEO from Bloomies. Better SGNA, yeah. I, I think it's a great place to be. Yes, they're uncertain about the macro environment. Who isn't? I mean, even Nikesh Aurora from the fabulous Palo Alto is concerned about that. But I just think it's a buy, period, end of story. I don't feel that way about Dix until I get my arms around. And Lauren, I got to tell you, Lauren is a very good manager on Hubbard. So we've got to find out more about that. I mean, what, do we know what the number is nationwide at this point for what stealing is costing these stores that, and therefore really the American consumer? Because it does it has to re- it's an amazing require tax. higher prices. It's an amazing tax on the consumer. But TJX still has incredibly low prices because they have a plan. And the plan is very simple. They just say the you know, the police was, the former police says, hey, how's that going there? I've watched them do it. Hey, how's that going there? Meaning, like, you know, how many, how many pants are you going to steal? I know this because when I went to see Zuckerberg, got these $14 pants, and I told him about it. He said, this is, like, one of the great bargains ever. He was impressed that I got them for $14. He thought that they were probably worth a lot more. It was actually the central issue when I spoke with him. With Zuckerberg? Yeah. Well, he asked what I was thinking about. You talked to him and about I was thinking, pants. And I said, well, I'm th- what am I thinking about? I'm wearing these black pants I got from TGX. I'm sweating. They're really hot. They have a lot of poly in them. But I got them for 14 bucks. He liked that. Fascinating, Jim. Wait, wait. You, people are people. are People People are Sh- people. People are people. You put your pants Man. on one leg at a time. Well, I mean, like, I, the pants look good. And, you know, what, are you, what am I going to say? Like, well, I'm thinking about threads, which was like that year is. before theirs. I'm thinking about Insta. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about my pants. I'm sweating of, like a pig. It's kind of insight people come to turn to us <laughs> yes. for. People are people. Well, you know what you offered me? LaCroix. It's fabulous. <laughs> okay. Let's turn to uh, Microsoft now. Submitting but a I, new... I give you insight new, like you've never had in never, a million years. That's now. For but sure. no, he has to go give me, by the way, on Wex this morning. Yes, we they, had, had they had the CMA. I listened to her. Yes, you listened to her. Maybe we'll even listen to her again. Well, see what she had to say. But I'll, let me let me tell people yeah, yeah, what we're go, about to talk ahead. about. Go we ahead. are I mean, still talking about Microsoft trying to buy Activision, which, of course, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Uh, there is a new deal. It's been submitted to UK regulators, the ones that we've been talking about for, oh, I don't even know how many months now, the CMA. It uh, essentially will now be what, let's call it a... Uh, they're getting the cloud business there uh, is the cloud streaming business from, of Activision will um, be divested. Cloud streaming rights at closing with respect to uh, current new PC and console games will be moved to this French company, uh, Ubisoft. And now you get the CMA basically saying we'll review it again. This whole thing is completely unexpected. We've never seen anything quite like it at the CMA. 
which of course had deemed the deal a no-go, and we thought it was more or less dead, and then it came back to life in a very significant way. Many people in the marketplace, of course, expect that it will close, uh, and in fact is on its way to closing. The question really is one of timing, and that's where it still becomes somewhat difficult. Early October is what a lot a number of people who follow the situation closely expect will be uh, the likely, let's call it likely close, maybe, but it's hard to, hard to estimate, guys, exactly when that is going to come. You got to get through essentially everything that was uh, expected, but you got to get through sort of the end of the phase one. Again, first week of, let's call it October. And that's a guess. Okay, but um, David, how exclusive is it? What do you mean? Well, I mean, Ubisoft gets the right to, to, to uh, cloud, okay? Yep. But uh, Microsoft seems like they can, what, they're just doing console? Just streaming? Or can they also do it on the club? It was not clear for me from the regulation. It's a structural divestiture. Yeah, what does that mean, structural mm-hmm. divestiture? That's a, the, a good question. Right? Because it, 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 I think it leaves it, leaves it open. Um, well, not being in a position to either to release Activision Blizzard games exclusively on its own cloud streaming service, Xbox Cloud Gaming, or to exclusively exclusively control the licensing terms of Activision Blizzard games for rival services. Yeah. Still not clear. Do we have what, uh, do we have the CMA commissioner from this morning on WEX? Let's take a listen to what she had to say about this new, uh, essentially, uh, divestiture and what it will mean for the process. We haven't taken a final decision. We are today simply opening a new investigation, but Microsoft have made clear in their statement they believe that this deal fully addresses our competition concerns. We will be investigating that in the new investigation we've launched today. They don't yeah. stop. There you have it. Uh, listen, the full expectation is they're going to own this thing. The only question really is of timing. That said, given how many twists and turns there have been, and you have to believe, of course, there is still, to a certain extent, on the part of Activision, if not Microsoft, some hesitancy to fully believe everything they hear from the CMA, given previous right. statements. Um, nonetheless, that's where the market is. You know, this has taken, we watched some, uh, Microsoft yesterday for the travel trust. This thing has taken Microsoft way off the AI path that we would be talking about. Instead, we talk about this gaming thing. Well, we, I know. I mean, in terms of the future of Microsoft, it has, uh, it has certainly, not that it was ever front and center, given the size of the company and the size of the right. deal itself. But you're right, Jim. I mean, the conversation yeah. has shifted oh. over the last, let's call it, nine months. I know. And Amy Hood, I think, was stuck with In terms of what is propelling, this. certainly, Microsoft oh. stock price uh, during Goldman, that time period. Goldman had a great chart yesterday of Microsoft year-to-date. And you can see the day where they priced Copilot. Remember that day? Oh, where it yes. Jumped well, that 4%. Was, that was the high. That was the high. And then after that, the conference call was horrible. Amy Hood, who I am just, I think is just fantastic as a CFO, her, her conference call was like a tool-and-die conference call. It really was, you know? Yep. Like an auto parts conference call. Like that. Like advanced auto parts? No, no, that's not fair. Uh, that's not fair. I knew you'd like that. That's me. More like autos, though. Right. Uh, still to come this morning, uh, chip designer Arm Holdings yes. filing to go public. Uh, we started the conversation with that. We'll get more in depth on it. What's expected to be the largest IPO of the year. Got some details. We'll get into this S&P bank downgrade. Uh, Baidu got some airline news uh, and a lot more. Get to Zoom last night. Futures holding in there. We're back in a minute. The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX. 
Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. It's going to be the biggest IPO of the year. SoftBank-owned Arm Holdings uh, has finally given us the filing for uh, going public. Uh, It will uh, debut on the NASDAQ a few weeks from now. In fact, it's going to price the night of the 13th for trade on the 14th. That is at least what we're working with, I think. Jeez, is just the auto auto strike deadline? uh, I talked to Renee. As the the going dates right now. Um, Not here. Not here at the New York Stock Exchange, sadly. Sadly, will not be physically here with us. Um, they're going to sell about 10% is what it looks like. That's based on at least what, what I'm hearing, what others have. I think the journal reported similar. Going to have some strategic investors as well. Remember, Arm sells its designs to, it's in everything, right? Uh, everything. I mean, certainly when it comes to cell phones, 99% of the, of the, uh, of the phones on the planet uh, it it's, has royalties or, uh, or licensing fees related to them. There's a look at uh, some of the strategic investors that I'm hearing are lined up to uh, take part in the offering. Intel, TSMC, Samsung, AMD, NVIDIA could also include a couple other names. Perhaps you get an Amazon in there. I've been hearing five to seven, so you got five of them right there. The point is that if they all step up, I don't know what the number will be, Jim, but let's call it 100, 115 million bucks, maybe a little more. It's not going to be that much stock left. No, and um, that's why I gave it the, the valuation. This thing's going to would seem to be pretty. Will be well oversubscribed. Now, you, you know, Jim, there are those who look at the revenue number down one percent, but two point six eight billion profit. The profit's pretty good. Um, my understanding is they did change their accounting from IRFS to GAAP accounting, and there is an expectation that there will be double-digit growth from here. Yes, from twenty-three to twenty-four, twenty-four to twenty-five, and so. Those are the numbers you can start working with. The question, though, I will turn to you for is what's the appropriate multiple for this company? Well, it's very hard to figure because they are moving aggressively into the data center. Uh, notice AMD, Intel, too. But they remember the data center, when you're in the data center, what you're thinking about is what 
Jensen Wong's too with NVIDIA. And of course, support smart. And they have this chip called Grace Hopper. And Hopper is made, it's all an NVIDIA play. But Grace is a CPU and Hopper is a GPU, central processing unit. If you put up the, the video we just had, well, AMD makes CPUs. Right. Intel makes CPUs. They're on the x86 model. This is not that. This is a major breakthrough by ARM to be the partner. Remember, NVIDIA tried to buy ARM. Yes. The, the head of, of ARM is from NVIDIA, and they're very, clo- very close with Jensen. Yes. So the reason why I'm very excited about this deal and thinks that it could be worth $100 billion is because if they're the CPU that's chosen to be in Grace Hopper, which is a you know, GH200, it's the fastest computer, it's going to be the one you need for supercomputers, that is a huge leg up on AMD, which you know I like, and Intel, which I don't care for. But it's going away from the, two, the 286, going toward ARM. ARM is the winner. They have the best technology, and that's why I'm excited about it. And I think that a key part of the story that they'll be selling to Wall Street will be AI-related. Oh, well, and it's it real with be. that. Of course, of course, it is real, and it obviously augurs potentially significant and it's growth off of those numbers that you just saw. Spectacular. What's spectacular? The, uh, what ARM has. Mm-hmm. And by the way, ARM is so savvy, you could argue that they are going to displace Intel, but also AMD. Now, AMD, I think, is well, a lot of Well, obviously, ARM doesn't have any fabs. They don't make their own chips. It's, well, it's, it's designed. Nobody does. I and mean, it's IP and royalties. But it's fabulous IP, stream. much better than Qualcomm. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's licensing right. royalty fees but from I their just, IP. You know, it's hand in glove with, with NVIDIA, and that's pretty fabulous. Carl, Grace, Grace Hopper is an amazing. You should call. You, 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 you should call Elon Musk. Ask okay. him about the Grace Hopper. Okay. I do that during the break. I'm sure he'll answer because Elon picks me up whenever I call. Like, I guess Elon. He's waiting. Right. You he actually is just sitting I, there waiting I, for my I, call. I, I'm the corner man for Zuckerberg. So you go. Oh, I, you're going to do I the cut Zuckerberg's eye. on the I cut Zuckerberg's eye. Yep. You're like Mickey. You're like Burgess Meredith. I, I am. The match, uh, yes. is, the match is not looking good. The cage fight not looking like it's going to happen. It's early. It's, they have to do it in the jungle. Why? In the jungle. It has to be a rumble in the jungle. Yeah, where? Or it has to do where in the Philippines? Zaire, where they're going to do it. Thrill of Manila. We'll get to Kramer's Mad Dash after the break. Countdown to the opening bell. Futures trying to hold on to some gains in the face of yields. There goes really- Frazier. Yields have down goes down. Frazier. Down Not there goes Frazier. Right. That much <laughs> with uh, the tech bounce continuing <laughs> today. Don't go away. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. Like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Tesla coming off of its uh, best single day since March 21st in the face of higher yields, another 4% today, followed by NVIDIA. There's a look at some European chip makers as well, ASML and Marbell, all in advance of NVIDIA tomorrow night. Get the opening bell in under five minutes. Don't go anywhere. All right, let's squeeze in a quick mad dash, then we get an opening bell. Campbell Soup. Yeah, this is important. Sometimes a group gets down, usually kind of the algorithms. And right now, the food, uh, consumer packaged goods stocks are all being crushed. And then the analysts come up with reasons why they're going down. 
Uh, Jeffries has a piece today saying snacks, the bright pot, spot for uh, camels, but soup, the thorn, meals and beverages. Now, they bought Rayo's, which is the second best tomato sauce after uh, Jim's None Better. And what's incredible about this is that this is a good company doing well, but people do not want to own with rates going dramatically higher, recession stocks. It's kind of counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. Historically, you'd be buying a Campbell's recession stock, but they're just not doing well. I think Klaus is doing a terrific job, and they can solve the meals and beverage. But if we put any consumer package good stock up right now. What are the algos doing here? I wonder what's what's being inputted that's coming out with sell sell these companies. products and services celebrating its 40th listing anniversary as we're going to try to stay elevated above 4400 jim where we were climbed out of yesterday Uh, you know one of the things that people just talked about all morning really jabbers was about the the s p downgrades of the banks and one of them i really want to take issue with is key i mean the average deposits have basically unchanged uh, from the fourth quarter of 22. The fourth quarter of 22 was $145 billion. Now they're $142.9 billion. I mean, give me a break. Uh, Key is a very good bank. It's a great opportunity. And I really think that the S&P downgrading the banks now is a little bit uh, horse out of the barn. Uh, and so even though I, I can't just so go buy Schwab and go buy uh, Huntington Bank, I think that, that these downgrades are fatuous, frankly. Wait, so you're, you're cool with Comerica? Comerica wasn't that bad. It's been a, a trusted franchise for a very long time. And when they downgrade it, it makes you feel like that it's not a great bank, but it's a great regional bank. So, yeah. I mean, I don't like the banks, but Comerica's good. Yeah, it's, Interesting it's a very to see, solid bank. Uh, the financials with a bit of a bid uh, at the open here. Yes. Yeah, Schwab yesterday as well, looking at some job cuts. And I, I thought Schwab rationalizing their uh, headcount makes a lot of sense. David... People are making it sound like that it was desperate, out of desperation. That's wrong. They're doing the right thing. They had make, you know, had too many people. So it, nobody should read into that anything negative I'm not, about Schwab? I think Schwab is doing quite well. I, I think, look, the problem is, is that we need to have... This is one of the things that's been bothering me. David, nobody really talks about the stock market. It's like a atavistic. Well, well you talk about it. Well, I talk, well, that's kind of my job. Yes. I mean, they talk about, I mean, I, I have people talking about the Premier League and the Champions League more than they're talking about the Phillies and the, and what, the Braves. Well, what's your point that people don't talk about the stock market? What, 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 there was a time when, other than NVIDIA, like you get together. Like I would see people at the beach and they would say, what stock do you have? Now they say like, go Eagles. I mean, Are you like, saying it's, it's not a topic of conversation? Yes, I and see. I think that you... And, come and on, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Isn't that sort well, of a... Well, let's say you're a commentator. Why market not so bad? I mean, you know, people aren't focused well, on... Well, I mean, we can't change the rules. I can make it so that you have to pitch faster. I, mean, I am saying that we're not as much of the conversation. What we're, meaning stocks, are not as much of a conversation when you meet people. Anymore. 
they just don't bring it up. I think they're very soured by the stock market. All right, well, it's also kind of easier to ignore the stock market when you can get four, three, four in the 10 year. That's true. That's true. The short rates are very good. And short rates are obviously higher. But I think a lot of people feel that it's rigged. I've been saying that for several years, but I just don't, I don't think young people are interested in the stock market at all. They're interested in trading Nikes at the, the 10 o'clock IPO. You know, Nikes puts out new Nikes at 10 o'clock. Well, they're also interested. You go to the S- I thought you were going to sports betting. The, the stock of Nike, which is back to the November low. Incredible. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's off 10 bucks in a week. Nike versus NVIDIA. Really an extraordinary story. Now, Nike, by the way, has, uh, I, I think, a brilliant business model, which is to make it very exclusive. But Macy says Nike's coming back. Uh, uh, coming back in. I don't know. I think Nike is, people are just reading it as being China being weak, but there the government came in and bought a lot of stocks last night like they did in 2015 and 16. They love, President Xi has, must have like a technician because they, they come in right at the 200-day moving average at always. Well, he's on his first foreign trip in a very long time. Isn't that this something? This is at this BRICS conference, so there's a lot on the line. Well, look out, because Secretary Raimondo's going to uh, China. She is. She's going next week, That right? is going to be a wake-up call to the Chinese. They didn't she, say who she's meeting with. No, it doesn't matter. She's a business person, and I think they're going to discover that she knows what, who Grace Hopper is. She knows what the GH200 is, David. I hate the shirt. The advanced, the advanced chips that obviously will not be available to the Chinese. Right. And it's spread color. I hate it. You don't know. Um, and by the way, remember, the Chips Act, we're not able to make those competitive chips because they cost a fortune in Taiwan Semi. But I think she can go there and say, hey, guys, listen, we have the upper hand. Now, she's not going to be able to say the 7th Fleet's going to move up and we're going to put the 82nd Airborne on Taiwan. But I think she's going to do the moral equivalent and just say, guys, you you ever want to become a major power? You better start playing ball with us. She'll do it because she is tough. I believe that. But I also I think there is a concern that as you continue to see declines in the overall Chinese economy and things becoming more difficult, you do tend to see um, more militaristic response as well to generate, broadly speaking, more positive sentiments in the population if, in fact, you know, you, you have an uh, look, unemployment I mean, rate, young youth unemployment rate about they, 20%, sort of how do you combat that? I mean, I remember when... you become when, more jingoistic? I don't know. Well, look, when Mao was having an employment problem, he just said, okay, everybody has to join the 8th Army. And the 8th Army is going to build tunnels and bridges. I mean, they, you know, they have a culture which is not nearly as easily written off as a lot of the intelligentsia thinks it is. They have a, a very strong culture of which, I mean, when you actually... I mean, it's one of those things, like, I always hate this when, when we were at war with Cold War with Russia. The actual people of China have no interest in being in a fight with us. None. My father worked for the Chinese for 20 years. He could not believe how much, now that's anecdotal, I know, how much they loved him. But I just think that we are, we should not be at war with the Chinese. Because the people, I think, like us more than almost every country on earth. It bothers the heck out of me yeah. that it's like this. That's, that's, a, that's a difficult one to, to, get, to deal with. Jim, NVIDIA all-time high. Uh, so we got that going for you. What, is that good or bad ahead of tomorrow night? Well, I, I think it raises a bar that they have to say that, look, we can't, we can't make it, the chips enough, but we can charge anything we want. And one of the things I like about NVIDIA, for those who think that when if it doesn't report to great number or they sell it, is this 
I, I know I'm a broken record on this Grace Hopper chip, but that's that's a, that's a 24 chip. And yeah, that is coming out in 2024. Yes. That's the expectation. But that that chip is, if you are a, a hyperscale, of which we know they're hyperscale in our country and hyperscale in China. That's going to be what you're buying. If you're Tesla, you, you have no choice. If, if you're Tesla, if you're Oracle, or, Microsoft. By the way, Oracle who keeps else? being Amazon. I don't yes, know. Oracle keeps being favored by Jensen Wong. There's Why? a VMware today. He's got a speech. I, they're just good partners. Uh, you know who else good partners is the guy who admired my plant, my pants from TJX. Mr. Zuckerberg at Meta. They are great partners. So I mean, this chip is so much faster than anything current that I think this is going to be, if you decide to sell the stock, you don't realize that you're selling something that is in the midst of a product transition that is just awesome. The other name you brought up that is also admiring is Tesla. You should point out the shares are coming down a bit right now, but started the morning off up over 3%. Yeah. This after yesterday as well. David, the um, competitive advantage they have rally. against is striking with, with the UAW going against companies and saying that they're all fat cat billionaires. I mean, the rhetoric, David, and there is no rhetoric at Musk. No. No. I mean, Muskville. when you're talking about sort of general a general focus on the stock market lagging, there is still excitement around Mr. Musk. There sure is. Um, you, and, well, we and all want to know what shares. he's saying. A lot saying. of dissension as well, of course. Right. But we all want to know what he's saying and what Howie Roseman is saying. That's from Welcome to Rexon, which is, is a uh, good show. Is Jalen on the cover of SI? He's on the cover of SI. Wow. No curse there. No curse. <laughs> but uh, I do think that when I look at NVIDIA, um, I'm urging people to understand that everyone's raised price target. But the Jensen, if you go over word by word what he said in the last quarter, because it was on Mad Money, he said, look, we can make everything by the end of the year. And then we have a big chip transition. And the chip transition is going to be extraordinary. Well, it's going to have to share attention tomorrow with uh, snow. Uh, City goes to 191. We talked to Tyler Radke last night on Closing Bell. He thinks maybe the the days of guidance cuts come to an end here. Well, that would be important because Frank Slootman, when he was on, the the Flying Dutchman, the CEO of of Snowflake, Erasmus, went to Erasmus in the Netherlands, but you think he's an American, but he's Dutch. He... I, he's, he gave me a forecast. He said, oh, you know, it's really downbeat. I said, come on, Frank. You're, you're Snowflake. Give me something. Give me something good. Give me some loving, you know, like Spencer Davis Group. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't take it up. So, yes, the bar is so low. And it is a great uh, way to be able to get on the cloud without spending a lot of money. So I am thinking that maybe this is the breakout for Snowflake. How about Wells today arguing that Dreamforce... Uh, will not be as, as big an event this year, and that Gen AI stuff won't start paying off till fiscal 25 at the earliest. Well, it's it's interesting to be as wrong as they are, <laughs> but they have ever, Charlie Sharp, they work for Charlie Sharp. He allows uh, First Amendment thoughts. Right. By the way, they, they do reiterate overweight, 250. It's just an analyst of Wells Fargo we're talking about, right? Right, yeah. right. but I don't think Salesforce, look, I'm gonna go out there for, for Dreamforce. Uh, Mark's been very, Mark Beneff has been very quiet. Uh, Good or bad? I don't know. I wish you were a little more robust. I like him to say something. I mean, last night, Palo Alto, I don't know if we have a clip from it, but at one point, Nick Hesh says, hey, you know what, Mark is, Mark's not been talking lately. You know, I don't know about Mark. I mean, like, you know, these, there are these people out there. It, it, David, it, it, it's like, sure. It's like, sure. 
Cher, as in Sonny and Cher. Well, no, no, as in like Cher, like you know who Cher is, you have to have like a full name for Cher. Right. And not okay. only that, but Belichick's sure, a Swifty. Pronunciation was a little weird. Sure? Sure. Like Steve Sure from Hertz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like Cher. But, oh, Mark. So, but why, but what does it mean when he is uh, reticent? Which, well, by the way, is misused all the time. I really think he's reluctant to speak. I think it's going to be like Palo Alto where where uh, uh, Nikesh really pulled pulled a fast one on that Friday evening, which, by the way, I don't know if you heard how his, his cop school started. He put together a montage of songs about Friday and just had a great you laugh. You did. You pointed that out yesterday. So we should what? take oh, oh, sorry, any right, offs- what you saying? virtual silence as a positive, perhaps. I'm saying that it's just a long time since you start playing that stock because he hasn't said anything lately, but that's, that's what people are... People are saying sotto voce, uh-uh, he ain't saying anything, nothing great coming. I think that's wrong. And I think the AI that he's using right now matters. Now, Baidu statement is all AI. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I look at what Baidu's doing, and I say, well, do I really care about um, David, this funny named uh, property companies? Country. Country Garden. Guns and country g- garden. You got a lot of tomatoes. Guns in. and gardens. Now, country garden. Actually, I mean, you my, don't have any tomatoes to- anymore because you harvested them. My tomato patch is worth more than country garden. <laughs> but that may be the case. Yeah. It, oh you yeah. I, I made a hundred jars. How many jars have they? You had? don't have a great deal of indebtedness. Remember, like when Stalin your, went asked about how many divisions the Pope had? What's your I interest how many, costs on what? your tomato patch? How much are you paying? I pay for the ball jars, and that's about it. Yeah. See. Yeah. Um, still haven't gotten my sauce. I'd like some sauce. Bring you some sauce. I've got on the. Did you come and get my uh, beef no, steaks? I haven't gotten any tomatoes. I bought, yet. I bought nine beef steaks in. They're so perfect today. I want. All right. I'm I have one with the bagel this. today. It was killer. I want to get some tomatoes. Cream cheese. You too, Carl. You can have a tomato. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah, Just come up. Yeah. Um, Jim Emerson gets a call today right, out so of uh, JPM. My channel just owns it. Uh, it. It's one of those upgrades that just basically says, these guys aren't as bad as they used to be. I don't like that kind of upgrade, which is like, look, they were really bad, but now they're not so bad? I mean, what is that? What is that? I ask. I don't know. I don't know. Go take a call. I, I can, I'm trying to look at I'm, some I'm just, I'm just saying that that was a damned with faint praise yep. upgrade, and I didn't like it. My trust owns it. I was very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, they, they do go to 107. They were at 83. Well, he um, did hate it. He was correct. The yep. execution there was miserable. How about uh, how about Zoom with the beaten raise? Oh, I listened to that call. And they started talking about we got this new product and it's so great. And then they say, but nobody's taking it because of um, there's there are issues involving the economy. Now, I think Kelly Steckelberg is fantastic. I think Eric Juan is great. But in the end, they killed their own buzz by saying we've got this great product, but we also have, we also have uh, there's macro concerns. Now, macro and concern put together in a conference call is the kiss of death. It's almost as bad as theft. Shrink. Yeah, shrink, yeah. shrink. Uh, there were a bunch of price target moves on Zoom, nothing really dramatic. The cash now, six billion, is a third of the market cap. Uh, you know, and- it's been big for a long time. And I have to, look, my stepson worked there and it was an amazing experience. And- I think Eric's terrific and Steckelberg's terrific, but the fact is is they've not been able to still come up with products that have mass adoption in the enterprise. What was the all-time high on that stock? Can we go back, guys? Let's take a look at like five years. 
mean, are you going to go back to where his options were priced? Is that what you're trying to do? I just want to go back to the uh, to the long term on Zoom, just because remember the pandemic. It? There it is. Five fifty? No, that's not it. That's a year, guys. Give me five years. Five, five. Yeah. Five fifty. Thank you. Yeah, five eighty eight. There it is. There's a well, okay. So maybe some people bought it there. New, Those are the people who don't talk about the stock market. It's the a new ride at Disney. It's Zoom that's, that's the left side. It's the north face right yeah. there, right? And then, boom, you take the other way back down. Same. Um, and they want people Tesla. back in the office at Zoom. Yes. To the, yeah, I know. Eric Yuan was not meeting anyone for the first two years. <laughs> now he wants everyone back. I mean, talk about the one place that doesn't need people uh, back. What is the new term? What do we got work from? There's a new term. We're very curious to see uh, back to after Labor Day what, what the numbers start to look like again. I mean, we're never going back as we've all Jamie said so many times. Jamie, who also is like, sure. Nobody's ever Jamie, going back on Jamie Fridays. better come back. Five days a week, yeah. Jamie likes people working. And there are some even, I think Meta has sort of made it very he clear we have expectations working. and people who are not listening, and they don't seem to be, coming back through three days a week. Well, yeah. he's basically said the memo there is that, like, if you ever want to be anyone in our company, you got to work every day. And that's daunting. Or three days a week. He wants to show up in the office. Three days a week is code word for five days there. If so Friday's the battleground. E15 Friday, Friday's the Friday. If you're an E15 level, than, yeah, they've got those levels. Other than financial services, they're not coming in on Fridays. I, see. I don't know. As someone who works on Fridays, I, I find I can get in the city in about 27 seconds. You see this journal piece this morning on uh, how new hire pay is starting to shrivel. Uh, looking at some ZipRecruiter data. Average pay for new hires down year on year. How Steepest drops in tech and well, transportation. Well, that's something that Jay Powell's figured out. I mean, we're getting there. Plus, there was a great article about how cars, the defaults on cars. Jay Powell's winning this war very subtly. Because remember, the biggest problem he had initially was the 150000 start price, and then I can go and move across the street to 200000 yes. That's over. That game is over. These kids are now struggling with the, with the student loans again. They're shopping in places that you wouldn't believe. They've traded down. Premiumization's over. I know you told me that yesterday. I, I Premiumization heard, I heard is over. Well, the idea that you can just charge whatever you want and the millennials and whatever, all the other letter X's, uh, Z's, they don't, you know, no. They're just, they're drinking Pacifico, man. Well, you mentioned, Jim, speaking of that, and you mentioned the North Face, VF is the worst S&P at the moment, uh, followed by Ulta and, as we said earlier, Nike and Best Buy, okay. EL and RL. we got to go over these because VF Corp has got a new CEO whom I love, okay, Bracken Darrell, uh, who's from Logitech, but it's a PG and I. That's I, really, I, that's a painful, uh, painful year that stock's had so far. It is the year of living. As I like to, of course, continue to state the obvious. Yeah, yeah, Captain Obvious, look at Target me. down That's three me. again. As I like to say, keen sense. But I think VF Corp, I'm looking for a major turn there. It's just going to take a little while. Meanwhile, it doesn't really matter because Ralph Lauren had a great number, and that thing just can't. I mean, they need a life raft. That, stock, that had a great quarter, and, and nobody cares. David, nobody cares. You said we'd be safe in Ralph Lauren. <laughs> you were wrong. Thanks for nothing, David. Terrible. Sorry, guys. You got to hold them accountable, Jim. You, gotta, you have I to said hold you'd them be safe in Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I think that store on 72nd Street is very nice. It's, you can be safe there. The mansion. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the bond, the, uh, bond 
portfolio as we get to break here. A lot of data today. We already had Barkin on the tape. We'll get Goolsby and Bowman later on. Existing homes as well. Richmond Fed coming up in about 12 minutes. Not a lot of relief with the 10-year still around 435. Be back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Not just our friend, but our good friend, Dave Costin, along with Ryan Hammond, whose work I'm not familiar with, put out a tremendous piece by Goldman about who really are the winners in AI. And the enablers, which I guess is typically not a positive, but in this case it is, he says he likes Credo Tech. I did that. I'm not from a CRDO. But Marvell, M-R-V-L, uh, Matt Murphy. And I think Murphy, if you go to the last conference call, he actually has something to say, and that's, this uh, costume piece is getting it rolling. So be aware, get costume as always. He's a thoughtful guy, and I really like him. Interesting. Uh, chips uh, basically flat now. Yeah, you need Marvell to be able to get it so that what you have in the Grace Hopper, in the, in the chip, comes to the data center. It's vital, and it's because he bought an optical business a few years ago that turned out to be a, a bonanza. Turned out he was sitting on a gold mine. How about tonight? I've got Lowe's. Uh, <laughs> what's the matter? I got that. It was funny. You like that? Yeah. Um, and I think that Marvin... Runs on an endless loop. Right. Mar- Marvin, Marvin is, I think, one of the most exciting CEOs in the country because he took a company that had historically just been moribund and has ignited it, and I think it's made it a very fun place to shop. I like to get my plants there. I like the, the management. So wait, Stores do you really get your clean. plants at Lowe's in, instead of Home Depot now? I, I bought my flats, some at Lowe's and some at Home Depot. I split my flats because if one has a blight, the other one won't. It's very important, David. Wow, Lowe's is uh, yeah. outperforming Depot. Oh my God, yeah. If you were a plant at Gardner, you would know you never get your flats all from one place because if there's a blight, and you're taken down, you're right. Look you're out. You're done. You need but, to have diversity. Right, but Mar- Marvin's done a very good I'll look forward to that, Jim. We'll see you tonight. Thank you. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll talk a lot more retail in a bit, including a CNBC exclusive with the head of Macy's when we're back in two. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.